Hello, hello, it's Cat Revzon with a dollop of positivity. Today was a one mile benchmark day and I started on the rower, which means that I had to do 14 minutes of rowing from 600 meters down to 100 meters and then in between um, some squats off to the floor station next as the second block with um, a lot of core exercises and finally the tread for the one minute no one mile benchmark which i had anticipated completing between 13 and 14 minutes because we only had 14 minutes to complete it um, my personal record is actually at 12 minutes but being that we had to wear a mask and with um, my shortness of breath being increased on the treadmill lately I wasn't really sure how I was going to do and especially since it's the last block but surprisingly um, I did fine I actually got under 12 minutes and usually after each benchmark I try to jot down my strategies so that next time this benchmark comes, I can um, plan out how I'm going to attack it. But uh, I actually never did do that in the past. So I figured now that I have a podcast, this is a great way to document it. And I can come back and listen to it six months from now. And actually, I think we did this benchmark in February of 2020. So it's almost been a year. Um, in my mind, I like to have a plan and how I executed the moment I actually perform um, may or may not happen. In any event, I was planning to start at a base pace, which has been at four, sometimes 3.5 miles per hour, but actually I started at four. And my goal was to incrementally increase the speed as I got closer to the mile but I didn't really have a set um, mileage in place in terms of when to actually up that um, speed or how to up that speed typically I do go 0.5 at a time but um, I wasn't really sure how I was going to do it so I had the general plan in my head but um, figured I'd just go with the flow and see how I feel. Now, typically midway, I do start getting tired and I, in my head, I do want to stop and start walking and then go back to running. But I know in the past that when I slow down, um, it actually makes it harder to get back to the speed I was at. So I just kept pushing myself. Um, so I actually started with four miles per hour and then about um, 0.1 mile before I hit that I started increasing it to I increased the speed by 0.2 and then I just incrementally increased by 0.2 um, when I felt like it. I know this isn't helpful for me or for you but um, I went with the flow and ultimately I actually hung out at five miles per hour for a little bit because um, that would guarantee that I finish the mile in um, less than 13 minutes um, even though I started slowly 
So I think for next time, I'll start at 4.5 and then work my way up. And that's what the coach had suggested, but I just didn't trust myself. So um, I think going forward, um, some positives, I didn't stop at all. I didn't slow down. I just kept going up. And if I didn't feel that I was ready to go up, I just stayed the pace. So I stayed at five for a little bit for about 0.2 miles and then when I felt ready uh, to go up or actually when the people around you finished at um, seven minutes or eight minutes um, and it looks like at seven minutes you're only halfway you will want to ramp up that speed and so that's essentially what I did so at um, I remember at half a mile I was seven minutes in and I was thinking oh well for I'll make it I'll make it within uh, 14 minutes but at that point I think I was at five and so I ramped it up to 5.2 and then I went up to 5.5 and when I was at 0.8 I was truly dying um, my legs were feeling okay and I know that it was my mind that was going to control how fast I run so I just kept telling myself I can do it I can do it I just need to finish and I remember um, that it was fine breathing through the mask. At a couple of times, I did want to pull the mask down and take some breaths, but that would just, again, make it harder for me to get back to the speed. Um, I also, I remember when I, so at 0.8, I started increasing it to 5.8 miles per hour. And then I ultimately to finish it off because I wanted to get in under 12 minutes. Once I saw that I could do that, um, I ramped it up to six miles per hour and finished at 11.56. Um, part of it also is having a good coach just telling you, um, asking you what your plan is at the beginning and just checking in on you. So m my coach today knew I wanted to finish uh, within 13 minutes and so he I know he was looking at my pace and you know once in a while I'll hear him say you're crushing it keep going keep steady and that really helps so um, the music also helps it, it I don't remember a lot of the tunes I wasn't really zoned in to the music I was just zoned into the numbers um, but I remember it was loud and pumping and um, it really was helpful it definitely helped with the rowing I was rowing to the beat so that was fun um, and the other tips are at the beginning um, I remember the coach saying don't waste your energy on your upper body so your arms so sometimes I like to pump my arms and I remember him saying, you know, don't waste your energy doing that, save it for your legs. So I did minimize my pumping. And now I understand why some people run with their arms to their side, like they're doing the Irish step dancing. And in my head, I was actually making fun of them. But now I know why they do that. So all in all, um, strategize how you're going to attack it and then um, just do it. Uh, and as the coach said, Coach Anthony, he said, um, getting to class is the most important thing and then perform. So I'm glad that I went. I'm glad that I did it. 
and for next time I'll just start higher and the other thing I realized is we've been training for this benchmark and all the benchmarks all along um, we do a lot of interval running um, at Orange Theory but typically we would go from base to pushes which is just one to two miles above your base pace and then all outs which is two miles per um, two plus miles per hour above your base um, the fastest you can for 30 seconds or for a minute um, but we never go from walking um, to an all out sometimes we do if that's one of the challenges but typically um, right after an all out we would do a walking recovery but sometimes um, if we're doing pushes and bases back and forth typically we try to avoid walking recoveries in between um, if you keep running it helps uh, with your endurance as opposed to walking recoveries and then going back to a push um, so I've I've trained myself to not give in to the walking and I think that really helped me with this benchmark um, sometimes I will have to walk but um, more often than not uh, I save the walking recoveries for after uh, and all out so anyway I'm babbling now so <laughs> I hope you all have a wonderful day. I'm really energetic now. I'm working a late shift, um, so I may or may not take a nap, but I know I have lunch duty, so I am going to hop in the shower and then uh, make a healthy lunch. And just as an aside, um, yesterday my husband had made um, grilled chicken um, pieces, and I took a couple of those put them between two slices of um, 12 grain bread, I think that was, and then uh, put some kimchi on top of it and that sandwich was so good. And it lasted um, throughout, it lasted me throughout the rest of my shift. So just another cool idea um, if you're looking for, for lunch prep. Um, with the transformation challenge coming up, I'm sure I'll have some new ideas uh, that I gather from other members and from um, skinnytaste.com, I think is the website. And anyway, hope you have a wonderful Thursday. Uh, if you have any tips for uh, the challenge or if you want to join um, the eight-week transformation challenge, you know, if you haven't checked out Orange Theory yet, now is actually a great time. Um, because we'll be starting that on January 18th. Um, but if you um, want to do your own thing at home and you just want someone to hold you accountable, I am happy to do that. Just give me a call uh, or write it on a dollop of positivity's Facebook page. Call me, text me, you know how to find me. Till next time, bye now.